Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, tell the truth. How long do you actually spend on household chores every day? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly. Is it possible to have a negative number? Well, you know what's so funny is honestly, I heard a giggle in the crowd. Then somebody showed me a big fat zero, yeah. as in none, none time. On household chores. So why are we asking this well, question? Well, I'm asking you this question, and we do want to take calls as well at 651-641-1071. I'm asking this question because an institute in Norway did a study, and what they've learned, actually they did a study, but also reviewed uh, many different studies that involved over 36,000 adults, and they learned that an hour of household chores per day will prolong your life. And I think this was written by my mother. Um, because that is... An hour of household chores a day prolongs wrong. your life? So that's just... That's one of those fake studies. So this was done by, like, Pine Sol. No, Or some, actually, you know, like, home uh, good company. No, this actually... So I think this is one of those... Actually, what this is, is I hear what you're saying, and usually those are the case. This is an actual study but done by uh, an institute in Norway. It's a review of, 30, of, of many different studies that took into account the behaviors of 36,000 adults. But what it actually is saying, I believe, is that uh, moderate physical activity will prolong your life. Which we already okay, knew. Okay, so I can get my modern or my moderate physical activity in like so many other ways yeah. than having to do housework. This is one of those studies that wants you to believe that doing vigorous housework is equivalent to exercise. Well, also that's like saying um, I don't know, standing in place and just like banging your head against a wall will prolong your life. Which you if know, by banging read your enough head against about the wall, Miley Cyrus, and that might happen. You mean uh, moderate physical activity? Because <laughs> what I'm saying is you can have some moderate physical activity that's you know has nothing to do with doing exactly in an ideal why world why did they pick on this though is what i wonder what on um, uh, household chores yeah probably because it's something that people can relate to if people think that cl cleaning their house in is counts as activity mm -hmm. you know that that's one way to get people that's something you think you can do right like if i just set my timer in for an hour and i clean my house then i'm getting all the extra cardiovascular also, work i need do you really i mean unless you've got like i mean sure i guess you could like dust the tops of cabinets oh, but like what are the things you're doing for an hour every day he doesn't have children everybody remember that cleaning up after the other people yeah the small people i made i could i could do housework for an well, hour i was going to say day. does that mean you're doing an hour a day Hell no okay no 
No. And that's why I'm asking, for realsies, exactly how much time do people actually spend I would bet cleaning your home? I'm doing like 15 to 20 minutes a day at most. And that's including things like emptying the dishwasher, right. putting clothes away. Because that's, I mean, when you, I, so I took a step back because I wanted to like honestly assess, like, how much actual housework do I do in a day? Maybe, maybe over the course of 24 hours. I probably am close to 40 minutes, probably. And that includes those things you said. How much like, does your husband do? He probably does the same, actually. Oh. Because um, we have, wow. we, you know, he, yeah. he is assigned the laundry. And he takes care of dishes in the evening. And I take care of the dishes in the morning. But, you know, like making food, um, pick, just the general picking up of our living space, yeah. making the bed. That's my job. Do you count cooking as a chore? I would think so, yeah. But no 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 in life, but yes, I think in this for the purposes the of this study. So yeah. when you really like take a step back and look at it, you probably are getting darn close I to mean, it. I mean you gotta do the dishes, but, right? Lay but, the dishes out, but put if the food away. The study away. is really about cardiovascular activity or how you get activity into your life. Doing little bursts of picking up toys doesn't really account for I mean, anything that's noteworthy this to me is a study that says like um you will you know like for example just existing your body is burning calories right. so it's like saying you will burn on average you know i don't know 500 calories in a day doing nothing okay right. well i'm going to make sure i do nothing tomorrow for right. at least two exactly. hours so that i can burn 500 that's not how like okay yes but in the grand scheme of things, that's really not adding to the overall improvement of your life. Right. But just so you know, an hour of household chores will prolong your life. So that you can be alive to do more chores. Unless and you get hit by a car. that is the most depressing part. On your way to work. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah. It does not account for, you know, those accidents. Yeah. Bradley. Or if you, you know, never mind. Oh, just gonna say something inappropriate and thought, nope, I'm gonna keep nope, that to myself. We have actual people <laughs> looking at us today. Yes. Uh, all right, but now you know. So an hour of household chores, turn over a new leaf, you're gonna live longer. <sighs> Not happening. Good. I'll go to the gym for ten extra minutes. Exactly. How about that? <gasps> Sounds good. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her uh, lifestyle brand Goop, oh. we get the Gooper Scoopers together, oh. and this one is a doozy. We are going to meet a good friend of Gwyneth, and she's going to make your roll eyes roll right on out of your head. After this, live from the State Fair on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Well, if you are listening at home or in the car or at work. To the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, producer Holly Roberts just put on quite a show during the break. Um, because you don't know this, but there is a parade going on right now live at the Minnesota State Fair. Holly Roberts used to actually be in marching band. She used to be the drum major. She used what? to be the drum major, not the drum minor. And she gave us a full show. Uh, it turns out. You don't lose it. No, and that's what we'll, you will be able to see and more when you come and visit us on the MyTalk 1071 stage presented by Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Take a seat in a patio town Adirondack chair. By the way, you can register to win a patio set with Patio Town yes. when you come and visit MyTalk 1071 at the Minnesota State Fair on Underwood Street, just south of Randall Avenue. Now, and if don't forget, if you've got your baby, you got a child, you want to bring your child along, we've got a place here. It's called the Lactation 
vaccination station sponsored by Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. Uh, there's places to change your baby. There's places to feed your baby. There's nice, comfortable rocking chairs. Uh, and so it's a great spot to get away from uh, kind of the hustle and bustle of the state fair. Now, when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to put on our Gooper Scoopers hat. Let's uh, do it. And it's the time. Tis the season. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scooper, Gooper Scooper. That's just what they do. Gooper Scooper, Gooper Scooper. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. All right. What is Gwyneth Paltrow up to today? Well, I don't know if you've had the chance to see this story yet, but there is a uh, lovely gentleman... Actually, I don't know now that I think about it. I think it's a gentleman. Yes, it's, it's a gentleman. It's hard to know. Uh, the, name the, name of like this, this. the name of this particular individual is what makes this story so delightful. So the headline is that Gwyneth Paltrow hired a personal book curator. Okay, she hired a personal book curator. Have I you am. ever heard of such a thing? No, because it's not a thing. It's not actually a thing, but it actually is a thing. Oddly enough, if you're rich wealthy, fabulous, a celebrity, otherwise. In fact, this particular celebrity bibliophile, as he is called, or personal book curator, has a name. And his name is Thatcher Wine. Thatcher Wine. I mean, Thatcher, why not? Cute. Thank you. So, um, this is not a name you would attribute to a real-life human being most days, but this, in fact, is the person that Gwyneth Paltrow uh, chose to have uh, curate her personal library. What is so delightful about this particular story and the reason that we love to poke fun at um, Gwyneth Paltrow most days is because she is so over the top and so beyond anything that the rest of us can relate to, oh right? Oh my God, because she is everything living, that you just said is the most obnoxious thing I've heard today. She is living in a world that we don't live in, right? Like, exactly. we don't live in a world where we need to curate our book collection. We just have a bunch of books. And now, I, what I will say is that I bet there are people out there who, like, and this just drive this drives me a little bit nuts. People who buy books or get books to look a certain way, right? Like to decorate with books. They don't actually care what's between right the covers. The covers, yeah. And that's exactly the kind of work uh, that Thatcher Wine does. Um, so Thatcher you can Wine. literally hide uh, hire him and spend tens of thousands of dollars for him to buy books that look a certain way to create a certain. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. To color coordinate your yes. book cover. But also, like, here's the other thing I bet Thatcher Wine did for Gwyneth Paltrow is get her a bunch of books that make her look smarter than she really is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, okay, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna ho- role play with me the D baggy uh, first meeting of Thatcher Wine and Gwyneth Paltrow, okay? You be Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. I'll be Thatcher Wine. Hi, Gwyneth. Uh, I'm Thatcher Wine. Yes, thank you for hiring me to curate your book collection. I am a bibliophile. Uh, What is the uh, impression you want people to get of you when they look at your books? That I'm the genius that I am. Uh, Yes, I can make that happen. Uh, Do you have any interests beyond yourself? 
No, I don't know what that means. Wonderful. Okay, so I know how to make you look like a snooty narcissist. I'll just buy you a bunch of smart books so, that are way smarter than you'll ever be. What's interesting is I don't think he actually bought a ton of... He did add to her collection, but in this particular case... So I went online and I was looking at... Because this was a serious article in Town & Country magazine that talked about the career of Thatcher Wine, everything he was able to... Um, you know, that he has done in his career, examples of his work. And with Gwyneth Paltrow's library, oddly, it was the most, I don't want to say relatable, but normal of the things he's done in the sense that he, he took her existing collection, which had a lot of the books that you're alluding to. She did a good enough job creating a book collection. Yeah, that looked really debug. That made, you know, that, that would make anybody look, you know, Smarty toity. Yeah, right? Smarty pants. So he didn't have to really, you know, reinvent the wheel in that regard. He came in and sort of like rearranged books in a way that looked all artsy fartsy and sort of expanded, you know, like her aesthetic, if you will. Um, what What's interesting is if you look at the rest of the um, libraries he creates, he will recover books. So like you can take your existing library and completely recover all the books so that they are all maybe the same color oh, or the same shades of color. Which is what I bet he does like if if they are his clients, which is what he does for like Kim Kardashian oh, and yeah. Kanye West. Right. right? Like, they would want all of theirs to be like taupe. To go with Which, their minimalist. And also, exactly. let's get rid of all the words inside well, the rice, too. Yes, because you should be able to fill in the blanks yourself. But what's interesting about it is if you look at it, so, like, it kind of looks cool when you look at it, right? But right. it's like a piece of art. In fact, some of them are literal pieces of artwork so that when you put all the books together, it forms a photo or a picture, like a painting. Okay, that's kind of cool. Which is kind of cool. Okay, now except I don't for hate when. This. No, you should hate it because think about it. How are you going to know what book is what? Because, because well, no, the, the they're spine not reading of, books. No, they're of just course, looking books. Of course, but that's why it's so impractical. Right. That's the point. Right. Like, this entire experience is all for show. It's not actually for organizing a real life book collection. You know, you know who would hate this? Like, would hate anybody who this. reads? Yeah. Well, yes, starting there. But there's another big name that would absolutely hate this. Who? Marie Kondo. Oh, well, because why? Because it's not organized. Be, or? No, because she has this like, in terms of like minimizing being a minimalist, yeah. not having so much clutter and junk, you wouldn't have something that you didn't have an intent to use or that you weren't oh, currently sure. using. Yeah, yeah that, which is actually a very good point because why do you have books if you're not reading them? Right, what's the point of that? You know, and it's usually because people want you, and in this article again in Town & Country Magazine about um, the celebrity bibliophile, the guy that's curating book collections for celebrities. That's your wine. The, the things that they actually put in these collections are to make them look a certain way because he talks about the popularity of certain classics and how they want to have certain authors and it's like, but are they actually really reading these people? Like, do you want me to really truly believe that... No. They're, they're reading Homer's Iliad? No, they're right? not. They're not reading them. They just want you to think they are because they want you to think they're really smart. Yeah. So it's basically like that guy that you knew sophomore year that was carrying around that wet copy of Infinite Jest that he totally wants you to think mm, that. Or the guy or that I was in the rye. Or the guy that I was on an airplane with who gave me his copy of uh 
on the road by Jack Kerouac and oh, said, yeah. please, when you're done reading it, pass it pass to somebody it else. And I was like, I'm probably not going to read it. I'm going to put that in the trash. And or just put it in day, one of those cute little um, free libraries. Free libraries. Yeah. Oh, know. no, I think that's gone. I think I gave that away years ago. I just knew I was never going to get into that book. To me, like a book deserves to be in my quote unquote library. That's called a bookshelf. Yep. If I've read it and I loved it, or I haven't read it and I want to. Right. Otherwise, forget about it. Yeah, it goes to goodwill. Yeah. Marie Kondo would approve of that. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. With cars and my strings Write my own checks like I write what I sing yeah. My wrist, stop watching My neck is fuzzy Make big deposits My gloss is dropping You like my hair? She thinks, just bought it I see it, I like it I want it, I got it Yeah, I want it, I got it 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 You like Happy day one of the Minnesota State Fair. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And our producer, Holly. And we want to tell you about some dumb people doing dumb things, but before we do that. Want to let you know that there's a lot of exciting things happening at the Minnesota State Fair. Not only is My Talk broadcasting from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Thank you very much. Not only is our, our guests sitting in wonderful patio town furniture, we also have the lactation station brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC, but you can catch Rockin' Seniors Alive and Kickin' Live this year at the Minnesota State Fair, and Alexis from Jason and Alexis is introducing Alive and Kickin' this Saturday at 9 a.m. at Dan Patch Park on the Hubbard stage. They are doing a free show this year, so if you have not had a chance to see Alive and Kickin' in person, that is such a great opportunity to do so. You will not regret it. Yeah, you got to do awesome. it, you guys, because it really is. I mean, we, you have a lot of fun when you see them perform. Well, they're a great group of peeps. That yep. is for sure. All right, and now, and this is no commentary on our friends in Alive and Kickin'. With no further ado, some crazy stupid idiots well, then, for you. I guess one could say, that's a crazy stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 Everybody out there, say it. There it is. They get it. They know. All right, Florida. Where but that's not first? where we're going first. In fact, for our first Crazy Stupid Idiots of the Fair 2019, we are going to our very own backyard. It is a hometown hero for this crazy stupid idiot. And in fact, we're going to Olmstead County. I have oh. no earthly clue where Olmstead County is. I believe is. it's south. Is it south? Or Anyone? north. Olmstead. It's either south or north, possibly west. South, yeah. It's People south. are pointing down, so okay. I'm assuming that's south. south. Anyway, Rochester, I want to tell yeah. you, Rochester, okay, a woman is facing multiple charges after authorities claim she did something, obviously, or we wouldn't be talking about her on Crazy exactly. Stupid Idiots, right? It's what she did that earned her Crazy Stupid Idiot. 
its status. Now, it's not just what she did. It's like what she did and then what she what else she did. Oh, so it's a twofer. Kind of. But the first part is not so unusual. She got drunk. Is that a horse or a cow? What's going on over there? Um, There are all sorts of weird noises here at the State Fair today. Kristen Hart, she's 29, of Byron, Minnesota. Okay. She is facing charges of second-degree burglary, Mm. theft, and fifth-degree possession of a controlled substance. Now, that's not unusual, right? Not at all. It's a normal, run-of-the-mill, crazy... It's as normal as us doing our show and having a marching band yeah, walk no, through the middle totally of normal, it. It's right? just that normal. You all can hear just fine. Just ignore the loud noise. Focus on our beautiful Eyes faces. Eyes on us. Right? <laughs> anyway, so, you know, being arrested for burglary, no big deal. No not, big whoop. Not in this segment, no. It's what happened after she stole the stuff that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. So, apparently... She broke into a house, was stealing stuff, got into an altercation with a victim that she was stealing stuff from, fled the home, went running, and somehow her clothes were ripped off of her. Part of her clothing was ripped off of her by the victim as they were fighting. So she basically, pantsless, was running um, from, you know, the victim, which is odd, right? But she was fleeing the scene. Well, a car pulls up and thinks maybe she was like a victim. Well, yeah, I think if you saw somebody without their pants on, you might think... If they're just running with no pants, you think, oh my gosh, I need to help this woman. So the guy pulls up and says, do you need some help? And she says, yes. And he goes, get in the car. So instead of just getting in, you know, the passenger seat, Uh she decides to have him open the trunk. Which that should have been a clue for him. Right? Well, it kind (laughs) of was. So she jumps in the truck, they or uh, in the trunk rather. They speed off, which kind of you know is unusual, right? Can we admit that? Yes. The cops figure out where um, they they see that you know um, she's in that car, so they pull the car over, and um, that's when the driver of the car is like, "Yeah, I don't think something is right here with this situation because this lady looked like she needed help, but she got in my trunk. Hmm. Is that normal? No. No." Not normal. So they opened the trunk, and there she was. Um, They recovered all sorts of stuff. Apparently, she had stolen pill bottles, debit and credit cards, $150 in cash, and a fake $1 million bill. I mean, she probably thought she was really in the money. I know. Can you imagine? I'm so rich. I got a $1 million bill. Turns out... I. Don't think there's really a one million dollar bill, and if there is, you don't just have them lying around. Tell me in that it home. had like a picture of Chuck E. Cheese on yeah. it or something. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese or <laughs> I don't know. A lot know. of tickets. Though. Like which president would you even put on the million dollar bill? I don't know. Martin uh, Van Buren, James K. Polk. Maybe one of the lesser known. I'm actually just really impressed at your ability to quickly pull out lesser known presidents. Taft. Taft. Oh, that's a I good mean, one. He, yeah. he broke his bathtub, I think, at yeah, one point. He, he was did. a hefty guy. Bless his heart. Anyway, <laughs> she also... Well, he's dead now, so... yeah. But not because of the bathtub. Well, I mean... Could anyway, authorities say they also recovered a bunch of iPads that they stole from a STEM school. Wow. I mean, this was, like, this was legit. Anyway, moral of the story is if you're trying to get away from authorities... Um, keep your pants on and don't get in the trunk. And don't get in the trunk. Not a good, not a good look. Oh my goodness! Makes you look guilty. 
So for our next crazy, stupid idiot, do you ever have that thing happen when you're doing your first broadcast at the state fair and you realize that the content of the crazy, stupid idiot that you brought oh. is possibly not entirely fitting for a live studio audience? Which means, you know, there are children. Your child. One is my own. Yeah, is here. Uh, so, but that's when you still, you, you know what we have to do? Because we promise to give you the news. We persevere. And we tell you the story anyway. Okay. So yesterday, I told a story about, Holly, you were here. Bradley, you were not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Holly, you will recall, we talked about a group of L- of seniors, we will call them, esteemed seniors, oh. who were enjoying each other's company in a wooded area that is known for certain types of activity. Like... This kind of activity. Yeah. Yes. Just like that. Yeah, the way the story was written, it sounded like there were um, a bunch of guys Five and one men lady. and one lady. Yeah. And uh, the oldest of this particular type of party was 85 years old. And I said, I believe I said, more power to you, lady. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish mean, do you. Hey, when you, when you're 85, I hope you have, did. you know, five <laughs> men around you. If that's what you want. Yeah, but maybe not in the park. Maybe not in the park. Well, Listen, there's an update okay. on this story, right. which I'm very excited to share with you. Uh, apparently, the smoking gun did an interview with the couple who was accused of the lewd behavior in the park near uh, their Connecticut home. And they said, you know, nothing, nothing was going on, you guys. There's nothing to see here. You know why? She said uh, her 85-year-old Joyce Butler and her husband Richard, who's 82, um, he was one of the men that was there. And she said, nothing was going on, because nothing's been going on for a long time, if you pick up what I'm laying down. Mm. And he didn't refill his pills. Oh. And so... Well, so wait a minute. But that doesn't mean that nothing was going on. Well, she said, don't worry about it. We weren't being lewd, because he can't be lewd. We're not sexual deviants, she said. And uh, we were just sitting in the car trying to get a little air. So what, what I'm wondering is... Did they just happen? They weren't all together, were they? Were like they was this like a sweep of the park and they picked up all of these people? They were all together. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were all together, and I can't actually say some of the things that were said in this interview, but um, apparently there was a lot of talk about blood flow issues. Yeah, and the lack of he it. maybe couldn't get up the stairs if you're. Yeah, 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 or like you know maybe they had a flag that they wanted to. Yeah. Display mm-hmm. and really something just couldn't get it yeah. to the top. But what oh I'm saying God. is that doesn't mean that things Holly, weren't going on. Well, that doesn't you. mean they couldn't take care of her said. business. That I'm just telling you yeah. what they said. Uh, they have had to hire a lawyer, uh, but they are not able to due to prohibitive costs. So there is a GoFundMe. Okay, no. I'm just kidding. I, there is not a GoFundMe. I that made that up. That's a not little true. of a stretch. No. Nope. Got anything else? Of course I do. All right. So that was, was that actually in Florida? No, that was in Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, from Connecticut, we are now going to a place. I don't know what place it is, but here's what I do know. So there was a woman. She was arrested for drunk driving. That is a horrible thing. Please do not drink do and it. drive. It is a bad thing. But Mary Westerland, she's 62. She was arrested on Monday evening. Um, and it does say near her home in Florida's The Villages. Actually, there's a whole hotbed of uh, drama that happens in and around The Villages, if you've ever heard of that particular place. It's one of the highest rates 
of sexually transmitted infections oh, I, yes. in the country. Yes. This retirement community, because you got a bunch of, you know, retired folks with a lot of time on their hands and mm-hmm. also a lot of access to Viagra, which is probably mm-hmm. why. Part not, of their problem. Yeah, exactly. So, but she was arrested um, not for uh, transmitting a sexual uh, issue. <laughs> she was nabbed, as I said, for a, um, a DUI. Well, okay. That's not crazy stupidity. That you're right. Honest, that's right? not. The thing about this particular case is what she did when she was arrested, and she confronted the police when they arrested her, mm-hmm. and um, decided that she would um, offer officers a bet. Oh, okay. As, as she was arrested, and All the right. bet was this: mm-hmm. How drunk do you think I'm going to be when I take a, bre- a breathalyzer? Oh, so she was like. If you get my number correct. Yes. I don't know what she was offering, frankly. I mean, I kind of feel like when you're arrested, you don't have much to gamble with. Not really. Right? Not really. She's trying to gamify it. Um, I mean, she knew. She knew a number was going to register. She uh, actually, the the amount that she wagered was nothing but 25 cents. Oh. Oh. So she offered a cool 25 cents. You guys want to take a deal here and see or take a bet? Did they take the bet? No. Okay. They arrested they her. Do? They impounded her. Impounded her? They impounded, impounded. her. Okay. Yes, they impounded her in the in the pokey. Okay. <laughs> I just said those words out loud. You sure did. <laughs> they didn't what I meant was said. they arrested her and put her in the jail. Thank you. You're welcome. Now who's the crazy stupid idiot? <laughs> Don't think that's yeah. not coming back someday. They impounded her in the pokey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, note to self, do not... Try yeah, to maybe bet. don't offer bets to the people who are arresting. Yeah, them. yeah, I don't think they're going to be impressed by that much. Not even, a and they'll bit. probably win because I kind of feel like they've seen a lot of yeah. those. Yeah, it's right. True. It's like when you go to the carnival uh, or the amusement park, and the guy's like, "Ah, step right up! I'll tell you how much you weigh." Like, I'm not, I'm not going up against that guy. I feel like he knows, he knows. He's things. got a trick up his sleeve. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 2.45 every day, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.